Hey guys, today's podcast is brought to you by Bombas. Bombas are socks that are engineered and designed to look better, feel better, perform better. Bombas are purpose-built for athletic performance and designed for extreme leisure. Each section of a Bomba sock has been carefully created and designed to improve on years of sock complacency in the industry. Because you listen to this show, you can save over 20% off on your first order when you go to www.getbombas.com. And also, every time you purchase a pair of socks, Bombas is so kind enough to donate a pair of socks to someone who's in need of socks. So, um, thanks, and I hope you enjoy the show. This is the World of Row Podcast. And introducing your host, standing at 6'5", weighing 225 pounds, from Alice, Texas, Roel Santos. All right, folks, sit back, relax, and crank up your audio level to the highest decibel because it's now time for the World of Row Podcast. I am your host. My name is Roe. That's short for Rowell. Some people like to call call me Raul. I despise that. You can call me Broel or Brosif or uh, brother. Anyway, I'm a uh, loving husband, a caring father, a delightful friend. I'm the I'm the guy who will buy you a soda pop at the machine if you want. I'm a podcaster, and this is my podcast. And welcome to the show. This show is available to you every single Friday on iTunes, Google Play, WorldOfRow.com, Stitcher Radio, wherever you listen to your podcast. The best way that you can help out, there's actually two ways you can help out. One of them is taking the time to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you have an iPhone or an Apple device. It takes like 30 seconds to do. If you could please do that, I'd greatly appreciate it. Tell your friends about me. Use social media. Maybe tweet it, Vine it, Instagram, Snapchat. You can do that. Um, whatever way you communicate with your friends, maybe you can do like an email or a uh, a Western Union delivery type thing. <laughs> anyway, the, the other way you can help out is through patreon.com slash world of row. You can donate a couple of shekels there if you like, a dollar, two dollars, fifty cents. It doesn't matter. Anything that you can do helps out the show. It gives you shout outs on the podcast and you can get some bonus content, bonus episodes. And I want to take the time to shout out to Aaron Castillo, who is a patron for my Patreon page. So thank you very much, buddy. And uh, let's go ahead and get into the show. All right, guys, so Monday, uh, well, this is actually Monday. So today I dropped part two of my podcast with Sam Slade, and I told you guys that I was going to do an extra little, well, that was the extra episode. Well, this is the extra episode, but uh, this past weekend I went to the Great San Antonio Bash, and I got to uh, take part in some interviews and uh, meet some people, and I have a, a guest here in my monologue, and well, someone here, and it's my lovely wife. Hello, sweetheart. Hi. How are you? fantastic this is your first time here yes it is i'm the wife uh, you are the wife mvp did say that Yes, you uh, did. <laughs> so we did the great san antonio bash and i had press passes and my wife here actually helped me with that and, and you hear my daughter you guys have listened to the show you know that she's saying <laughs> you guys have heard her before but my wife here was was like my uh she was like my esteemed assistant or, you know, whatever. She helped me out greatly. I like to call myself the great wing woman. Okay, that yes. that's a good one. Yeah. I've never heard that one before. A little wrestling themed. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So we got to go to the show and, th- sweetheart, this was your first show, your wrestling, first ever wrestling show. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You liked it? I did like it. Yeah, we and, you know, uh, we got to meet the guys from the Ghost Spurs Go Memes podcast. They were there. Super cool guys. Yeah, Clay was great. Shout out Clay. Shout out Ray. <laughs> Sean. Sean and John. Yes, his dad. 
very wow, creepy. Sean John. That's like wasn't yeah, that like Sean John? It was a thing. <laughs> yeah, I wanted pants like that. <laughs> you did. I did, but You're I, not I getting I, pants like that. No, no. What about Jinkos? No. No? No, sorry. Okay, so now that I have you here, cargo pants. No. That's a thing. No, it's not a thing. Yes, it is. It really isn't. Okay, cargo shorts? Uh, I just don't really think it's a thing. For me, it is. Okay, guys, so you all vote. Let us know. <laughs> what do you think? Should I let him get some cargo shorts? Yes, say yes to the cargos. But she wants to get me cargo pants, she's already said. No, I did not. <laughs> well, you know... So we had the press passes, and we got to meet so many different uh, professional wrestlers. Um, Billy Gunn, Kurt Angle, Tommy Dreamer, Carlito, uh, Johnny Mundo, uh, Colt Cabana. Uh, so many of these guys, and we got to talk with them. We, the only one we didn't talk to and put on the podcast was Colt Cabana out of respect because he said he, didn't, he wanted to work or whatever. But who was your favorite? I have to say... They were all really interesting conversations, and I was glad to be a part of it with you. Yeah. It was a great date night. Yeah, it was a great yeah, date night. And we and, and Javi and his girlfriend were yes. there. Shout out. Shout out to Javi, Ken's five, and Stephanie. Stephanie, yes. So, well, did you have... what your Bi- favorite? Billy Gunn was my favorite. He was the most energetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you were really nervous when you went up to talk to him, so I kind of broke the ice for you a little bit yeah <laughs> and i'm sure you have a clip of that i do we have that <laughs> clip we're gonna play a bunch of clips and uh mv uh mvp was really good he yes. called you the vo- the wife yes he as, did. as we mentioned earlier and we watched some good matches and we got some shirts and we I mean, it was a good time and it's different from a wwe show because there's so many people at a wwe show and this is more intimate so they're more for the most part they're more inter- you know interactive with the audience and you get to see some of these things and they they mess up on some of their moves and stuff what was your overall like your favorite match do you remember oh gosh um you know i really enjoyed the the girls match <laughs> i thought that that was it was pretty pretty aggressive match it was pretty awesome yeah i just love that people kept kept shouting weta loca <laughs> which means like crazy white girl basically but yeah. it was it was pretty awesome yeah the, the crowd really got into it oh yeah they really got into it yeah and i felt sorry for their vages though <laughs> they only they got their <laughs> yeah their vages were pretty <laughs> that kicked several times yes i just don't understand that yeah it, it was it happened quite a bit and then that one time I remember she jumped off the top rope and like oh and she landed like, on, her, on head. her head yeah, yeah that was but they played it off very well oh yeah they just kept rolling it was yeah good. yeah and uh we we also we we got to eat some some nice snacks Yes, Chips, we, hot Cheetos with cheese. We, we cheated a little bit. I did. It's okay. I mean, it was yeah. it was an, it was a good time. It was for a good they cause. Didn't have many options. No, people need more healthy options at these places. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So when we went to the show, what I noticed when we were driving out, were you kind of? Did you think it was going to be like a big venue or did you think it was going to be that small or what were, what was your expectation? I was picturing a bigger venue. Uh-huh. I guess just because you think, well, you kind of compare everything to what you see on tv and it right. definitely wasn't like that but um it was more personable mm-hmm. i thought it was pretty cool that you could go up to people and just talk to them and yeah yeah and you know and the, you're saying that we get to go and talk to him i do want to take this time to shout out to kevin from mep uh he was the one who hooked us up with these press passes and justin from 
the, the promoter for the great San Antonio yes. bash. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> and they, and Justin, thank you again because uh, we did lose our merchandise and he yes. actually did help us find it. And the people at the Country Gold Ballroom were really, really nice people, down to earth people. The whole like the whole audience and we're, are great people. Wrestling fans are all alike in some ways. And you know, when we go, you know, I used to go with my friends a lot back in Corpus, and we would always count how many John Cena shirts we would see in the crowd. Sometimes even if it wasn't a WWE event, we'd see like 20, but I didn't see any yesterday. I saw quite a bit of like stone cold shirts and, um, a lot of belts. Yeah. A lot of belts. Yeah. And what is that stick called that that guy, the kendo stick, the kendo stick. Yeah. Yeah. And it got used in the match. It did. He was pretty fired up about that. I bet. Yeah. And and you know what he he wore? I think he had a shirt that said, I love black chicks. He did. And Colt Cabana put it on his Instagram. He took a picture of the guy and put it on Instagram. <laughs> he's like, at least he's honest. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, you know, and and we talked to Tommy, and Tommy was was really cool. I I liked. I think my favorite one when I go back to it was probably Billy Gunn. But I think because you were there and it buffered it out a little bit, because some of these guys came off a little, a little cold, cold. a little standoffish at first. Yeah. But I think all the interviews turned towards the end like at the beginning they were real standoffish but yeah. billy gunn was just high energy from the beginning I yeah think it was it yeah was good. well you told him that he was perfect so. yeah i did <laughs> you just seemed really nervous so i just <laughs> shot it out there and it actually worked in your favor it did wing woman you, you were the wing woman so like with every I'm basically your manager now. yeah i think you are i think so too. I'm gonna, you got to email her for bookings <laughs> speaking <Yes>. circuits <laughs> i'm sounding like my dad uh but uh you shout know shout out dad <laughs> Shout out to my dad, our dad. Yes. He loves uh, crazy stuff. Well, it's grandpa, Gramps. Yeah, Gramps. And, well, you know, sweetheart, I, I was really glad that you got to experience it. And I'm glad that we did it together because, you know, it was it was a blast. And I wanted you to experience it. But I did geek out a little bit. And you were kind of there to calm my nerves. And we're going to play clips. And, you know... Uh, Go, the Ghost Burrs Go Memes podcast was part of it. And then on this podcast, there's a 15-minute podcast with me and uh, with me and Clay at the end. And also, I want to take a, take, the, take the time to shout out to Heel Face Wrestling Podcast. They were there. Uh, Jeff, uh, Jason, and Rudy. So they, they're out of San Marcos. They were cool people, too. Yeah, they were really cool. Yeah, so they're going to be on this show. And... Um, what do you say? You want to start hearing some clips, or yeah. is there anything else you want to add, sweetheart? I just want to say that I thought you did really great. I know Thank you were you. shaking at the beginning. Like I was. His, guys, his hand was like his hands were literally shaking. They were shaking. He was so nervous. I was nervous. I was so nervous. But you handled it like a pro. I Proud did. Of you. But di- so the biggest geek out moment. Which which one did you think it was? Definitely Colt Cabana <laughs> because that just did not. Um, like you were nervous at the beginning, all the way till the end, from the till the moment I took your picture. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that one ever smoothed out. No, I don't think it did either. But still, you're a huge fan. You're his number one fan. Thank you, babe. And I really you're ab- wearing one of his shirts. Right I am. Now, I am wearing your shirt. Shout out to Cole Cabana. Yes. I'm wearing your shirt right now, buddy. Well, babe, thank you so much for being on this beginning part of it. And of course, you're always welcome on this show. And oh, thanks. And you're gonna talk to me one one of these days. Yeah, maybe. When you're ready. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But thank you for being at the event with me, and I'm glad you had fun, and it was a great time, and uh, we'll do it again. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> let's start playing some clips. So this is the first clip. Now, this clip was when we first arrived, and shout out to Ray, Sean, John, and Clay from the Ghost Spurs Go Memes podcast because they f- they were featured in this first clip. 
So uh, without further ado, let me go ahead and start that, and then we'll be right back, and then we'll talk about the next clip. Alright, so I'm here at the Great San Antonio Bash with the Ghostbers Go Memes podcast and my lovely wife. Hi everyone. Clay. She's kind of lovely, I guess. Her shoes scare me. <laughs> yeah, she can stab. You ever seen a single white female? That's the high heel incident? No? No. Okay. Sean? Yes, this is a very momentous occasion. Yes, it is. And I, can, I can hardly think of a thing to say. This is fantastic. This is very fantastic. <laughs> and I'm talking and raised here as well. Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, we are here live at the Great San Antonio Bash. Um, and this is pretty legit. I think Roe is about to pass out. I am about to pass out. <laughs> I'm shaking right uh, now. I will hold, he's actually leaning against me right I now. I am. I, I was uh, for a moment there. I totally was leaning against you, man. Did you bring hey, another pair of pants? Put your boner away. I yeah. did. <laughs> yes, I yes. did. Yes, please put the boner away. I was hoping that was a microphone. I, yeah. <laughs> he kept asking us to talk into it. Yeah, talk into it. No. <laughs> I don't I don't want to talk into the boom mic. No, thank you. <laughs> the boom guy. Oh, man. this is It's pretty cool. I mean, having like flashbacks of my childhood right now. So, so let's talk about like who's like right across from us so we see badass billy gunn yeah, right across he's right from over us. there to the left of us is kurt angle and buff bagwell buff daddy so i like i said you need to take all the cash away from your wife before she tries to get a date with buff bagwell i know Can we also talk about that tommy dreamer is in the corner of this building yeah, right now is. and uh he looks right. like he could kick john's ass sorry john <laughs> <laughs> i think they're in the same age demographic well, you know, you know, I haven't been to a wrestling show in quite some time, at least like an independent show like this, and seeing all these stars growing up and everything, it's just been, it's kind of awesome. And then one of my personal favorites, Colt Cabana, is here, so it's it's really awesome to, to be here and hang out with you guys for once. We, oh, we yeah, finally it's met. It's time, I know. It's been a while. Ro and I have known each other for a while now, and we're always talking about him coming on Ghost Go Memes and us going on a world of row with him. So I'm really glad that, you know, wrestling brought us together. It did. Uh, and this was totally accident. I wasn't even going to come. This was uh, Clay's whole little shindig. Um, Would you say that wrestling put you together in a headlock of sorts? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Pun City, folks. <laughs> nice. Yes, 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 I would say that. Um, so this is actually pretty cool. There's also a ring set yeah, up in front of Yeah, there is a ring. Who's over there? There's a lot of people over there. Uh, over in the corner, they have uh, Johnny Mundo from Lucha oh, Underground yeah. and Taiga. Yeah. Uh, yeah, John Morrison in WWE. And uh, uh, Son of Havoc is over there uh, oh, also. Nice. So really good wrestlers here today. Yeah. Wow. Interesting crowd. I wonder how much their payday is going to be. What do you think it is? Uh, two bags of hot Cheetos and, uh, and a churro. <laughs> oh, I know. And I was thinking Barbara Cola and Big Red or something. Which it I is Sunday. It is Sunday. <laughs> Did you go to Tommy's? <laughs> no, I didn't go to Tommy's. <laughs> nice. I got, I got Del Rio, yo. Now, I will say this. There's been nothing like this in San Antonio, not a convention of this sort. So no. we're right. the Ghost Spurs Go Means podcast. And Ro, yourself, we yes. are breaking ground. We are breaking ground. We are breaking ground. And I just broke wind. That. I'm sorry. You did? Well, it's a good thing you did it that way. <laughs> I apologize to your wife, who's now on the floor. Nice. That was good. That was good. That was good. I'm having a moment of just uh, I'm, my nerves are still. Nostalgia. Yes, very much nostalgia. Excitement. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so how does this work? Do we? Uh, I don't know. I'm tempted to just start walking around. Yeah. Even though Clay said for us to stay right here. I'm tempted yeah. to get in line. Yeah. Well, I want to get the best interviews. Me too. I, think I keep asking Kurt Angle into the bathroom, but for some goddamn reason, he won't come. 
Well, maybe you're supposed to tap your foot first. Yeah. And then maybe he'll respond. Or maybe you're supposed ah. to like take off your singlet and do that thing. I think you know? the security officers want to be on the podcast. Yeah. Maybe they want to be on there now. They want to pat you down. <laughs> well, I mean, that wouldn't be the first time that I get extra Hell. security security checked for whatever reason. Well, they can see that extra microphone you're carrying around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all the, all the tomfoolery right now. Wow. Okay, so right after this, what we did was we went ahead and started talking to people. And the first person that I had the that we had the privilege of talking to was uh, Tommy Dreamer. And of those of you, for those of you who remember, he was an ECW original, came to WWE, was a writer for WWE, worked in the newly christened ECW, then worked for WWE for a few more years, went to TNA, but now he's back in the Indies. So uh, let's go ahead and get to that conversation with Tommy. So uh, what have you been up to these days, man? I, I heard you on Stone Cold's podcast recently. Great podcast. Thank you. Yeah, man. So, how's everything going with you? Everything is going great. Uh, this is my fourth wrestling show in four days. I did one in New York on Thursday. Friday, I was in Lowell, Massachusetts. Saturday, I was in Minnesota, and Sunday, I'm here. Wow. So, is it is it tough on you grueling with the, the travel schedule, the time zone change? It's my own uh, travel schedule, so it's okay. Oh, pretty convenient, right? Yes. Yeah, have you ever been in San Antonio before? Many times. Yeah? Do you like it down here? Always. Always hot, but yeah. it's okay. Yeah, you should come in November, man. It's a little bit better. In nice. November I always wanted to bring my family here to yeah. Riverwalk as well as uh, mm-hmm. SeaWorld. Yeah, but, uh, SeaWorld's the best. I haven't had the chance to yet. Yeah, and Beulah's your wife, correct? Correct. How's she doing, man? She's doing great. She's awesome. uh, happily out of wrestling and an amazing mother to my two twin daughters. Awesome. I, you know, I got into WWE all my life, right? Stopped watching after the Owen Hart thing. I got back into it around WrestleMania 22, which is the rebirth of ECW. Right. I know it was, you know, if... It's okay. I just want to ask you a question about that match yeah. with the with Edge and... Okay, that pin that Edge did, do you recall that? Okay, was that all scripted? That or was my <laughs> idea to do it. <laughs> I, mean, I wrote that whole show, the ECW you? One Night Stand 2005. And I'm always about going for heat. And, uh, yep, that was all... Yeah. Uh, out of my crazy mind. I think she enjoyed it too. <laughs> hey, man. Well, thank you so much for your time, no man. It was problem. great to talk to you. Thank you. Good luck with everything, man. I enjoyed everything you do, man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. As you can see, I was very, very awestruck when I met Tommy. Uh, he's a great guy. I always enjoyed his stuff. And, and he's, you know, ECW went back and watched a lot of that stuff because of the advent of the WWE Network. And... I was really taken back, and I, I I wanted to ask him that question about ECW One Night Stand 2006. If you have time, watch that match. It is hilarious. It was such an entertaining match, and the pin that Edge does to his wife Beulah, like he was talking about, he wrote it. It would it made for great heat, man. The fans in New York at the Hammerstein Ballroom were so livid, but man, <laughs> uh, you know, but I, you guys can tell I was very very nervous. And it, it was fun. But the next person that I got to talk to was MVP. You guys remember him from WWE. He was awesome. He had that amazing match with Benoit at WrestleMania 23. And we talked a little bit about that. And so it's a brief two-minute interview, but I hope you enjoy because it's great. So let's go ahead and have a listen now. The wife. The wife. The wife. Not a wife. The wife. <laughs> the wife, yeah. 
So you're eating some Bill Miller, huh? Good yes. stuff. Have you ever had it before? No. No. And first time in Texas, or you know, you 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 live in Houston, right? Or, I live in Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been down this close to the South Texas? Many times. Yeah. Many times. What's your favorite spot? The Valley, maybe? McAllen? No. Here? Uh, actually, I met a really really hot chick in McAllen. So yeah, <laughs> McAllen's all right. Yeah, 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 man. Um, so I've been following you since your WWE days. One of my favorite matches, okay, so actually when you debuted on SmackDown in 06, mm-hmm. my friends were like, hey, you got to watch this guy MVP. And I was watching SmackDown a lot because I like Mr. Kennedy, Undertaker, that back in fall of 06. That was he, the time. Yeah, man, that was a good time. And he loved the way you worked because you just, the heel and then the ball in and then the first down stuff. But what I really started to enjoy with your work was the match that you had at WrestleMania 23 with Chris Benoit. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that real quick, briefly? I mean, you did you put in some work in that match. Yeah, Chris was my friend and my mentor, and uh, he was my favorite wrestler. Yeah. So and I used to work in the clubs, you know, standing at my post or whatever. I spent countless hours wrestling Chris Benoit. I wrestled yeah. him a, a million times right. before we ever wrestled. Right. And the fact that he took a personal interest in my career, you know, prior to that WrestleMania match, you know, the feud I had with Kane and the Undertaker. Right, right, right. Great. You know, I was, you know, running away and kind of, you know, you didn't really get to see what I could do. Right, right, right. And Chris said, no, we're, now we're going to show them what you can do. Right. And after that, Stephanie came up and went, wow, who knew you could do that? <laughs> well, you hired me. You man. should you know were, that. Yeah, you know, yeah. But Chris stepped and said, I knew he could do it. Yeah. And, and that was a great match. And after that, you kind of just... Well, we had, a, we had a nice program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great feud. And you used to... Is it true you used to do a, a finisher move like the TTB tribute to Benoit? Yeah. Was it's a, you, a variation of the, the cross face, yeah. Wow, man. And so do you, yeah. you still use it? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now, are you just... You're just into any wrestling? You're not working with Free agent, man. I'm a dad now. I'm a father. So I, I like the fact that I only work on the weekends. I got time Perfect. to be home and yeah, you know, make my own schedule. Life's yeah. pretty good. I can't complain. Yeah. So are you a Texans fan? No. Absolutely not. Lifelong Raiders fan. <laughs> oh, man. Life's we almost Raiders got him. We and almost I would have quit. <laughs> if the Raiders leave Oakland, I quit the NFL. Oh, I'm man. done. Wow. I'm done. All right. So they got to stay there. <laughs> hey, man. Well, it was a pleasure talking with you. Nice to meet you. It was an absolute pleasure. Look yeah, after man. yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how have you been, like man? The new things, the it podcast is. things. Yeah, podcast things. This new. is my hey, wife, Valerie. How are you? Nice to meet you. And I'm Roel. Sorry, I didn't introduce yeah, no, myself, it's all man. Good. It's hey, all you're, good. you're a lot taller than I thought you were, man. You know that seems to be the consensus today. It like, is. like 
Well, it's probably because a lot of people haven't. Oh, well, see how she you. Said she was hey, perfect, hey man. that's your wife, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't worry, my wife would have said the same thing about you. <laughs> probably, <laughs> she yeah. just doesn't know me well enough yet. <laughs> so you're, you're back on the indie circuit. Everything is going really well for you. It is. You it know, is. You were just on Cabana's podcast at the French. I was. I was. But you're not allowed to talk about other people's podcasts oh, when yeah, you have your own. Oh yeah, that was the rule. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Did you hear that? I only heard that a hundred times you did. because I happened to mention that I happened to do somebody else's you or can, just kind of mention. Oh, okay. I'm up All right. Coming, yeah. I'm not okay. Yet. You're okay. on Jericho's, right? Or no, 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 no. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I did a little something. I mentioned more on Austin's, but yeah. I just did kids, um, one, two, three kids the oh, other day. Yeah. I didn't know he had a that podcast. was pretty. He didn't because I was the second person on there. Nice. So, but it was, but it's easy because with kid, it, we pretty much you're we're like, friends. yeah, we're like buddies. Buddy, so yeah. you just sit here and talk, which is a little sometimes a little easier when you're trying to do interviews, especially when you're just getting going. Not that right. kids hard, it's hard for kid, but I mean, right. when you when you have a relationship, you kind of just can shoot because nothing shoot. he doesn't know that I haven't right. done right. So you just kind of just <laughs> let things wing. So she, the first time she saw you, or recently, was on Tough Enough. Yeah. Yeah, she loved it. yeah, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, so did I. We, we I love the way you tore up ZZ every day. Well, well. No, 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 no. Oh, I can talk about anything. Yeah. I can talk about anything I want to. No, it's not. It wasn't for me. Nothing scripted except right. where they really wanted me to say something, and then the rest of it is just me being well, me. <laughs> no, and it was the thing. ZZ's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's a great person. Yeah. He's got a, a like a bigger than life personality. Right, right. But the thing was him was was communication between us. It yeah. was hey, I need an effort. I don't right. need you to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, 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 right. Because I think that's what because he's so young. I think he thought that I, that's what I meant. Right. Hey, you got to get in the gym. You got to run. You got to. And he's going kept going. No, I'm just a big person. I go. Dude, I know that. Yeah. I just want you to put an effort in. Right, right. Just don't sit around on the couch and watch reruns of I Love Lucy would not would be all right. <laughs> right? And sit around eating pizza and stuff. And I don't I got nothing against eating pizza. Right. But damn, not every night. Right, right, right. right? right. Just put and I just needed them to put forth an effort. Right. Of Although course. it's a TV show, for me that was the hardest thing because right. I'm protecting my product, which is the right. WWE, and right. I'm trying to give somebody a contract that's gonna come work for me. Right. Right? Or the company. Right, right. And so I was. It was hard for me just to go. Oh, we're just trying to make this entertaining. Right. No, no, no. Here, it, we can do that. But right. you're going to put forth an effort, or you're not going to waste my time because my time, I like to think, is kind of valuable. Right. It is very valuable. <laughs> well, at least to me, it is. <laughs> so, I mean, these, when, on that show, did you feel like maybe they just weren't used to this work ethic that you guys had coming no, up? No, it's different. Like this is a different element for right. people to get into. Right. That what they, what the normal people see right. is. Oh, a television. Right. Oh, and you get to be a big star. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. There's there's work that goes into this yeah, first yeah, yeah. before you... That takes a while to get to, right? Right, so, right, right, So it's the work that you put in that gets you here that right. makes you a big star. Right. So they, they, it's hard for them to understand that. They go, well, we're not doing anything I've seen on TV. <laughs> well, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> hey, man, so I love... In the 90s Attitude Era, grew up on D-Generation X. Mm-hmm. I loved it, man. I loved your work. I love the the few that you guys would the charisma, the entertainment, man. It, oh, thank you so much for always oh, no, bring a smile and laugh and everything. It was kind well, of that's that, well that you said it. That's and you need to say no more. That was right. it. Thanks right. for putting a smile and a laugh on my face. That's all mine and Brian's objectives was. Right. It wasn't about how much money I can make or right. how much I can do that. It's about okay, me and him are about to make fun of each other, and everybody's going to jump on board. And they did, and right. they go, oh my god, these guys are so funny. But what it is, it's the interaction between me and him because everybody really. 
realizes that how different we are. Right, right. Like right. we're so different as now. But when you put us together and you put, it's magic. It's it like is. crazy it's good. But that was it. That was hey, how many people in this building can I make laugh at me? Or laugh with me, yeah. or have fun with me, right. because it's, that's what it did. Everybody was having fun with us, so they went, "Yeah, I like you guys. <laughs> you, you guys are really cool." But it was a personal connection, and it was just like you know, teenager, and that's like the, the shit that you guys talked about was the stuff that we thought about, and like the jokes you guys made were like the stuff we would do. So it yeah, connected to that audience. It man. does, and that's what you do. You, yeah. You're we're trying to connect with the people. Like right. I'm not trying to wrestle anybody because I don't care. I could care less about the wrestling part. It's the connect. Right. Like uh, you're gonna pay attention to me, and, and I'm like a glory yeah. hound anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so I get to do a job where like everybody in the building is gonna pay attention to me. That way, then I have a connection with everybody. Right. Because once they jump on board with me, going, "Oh my god, he's having so much fun," I'm with you. Right. Then it's easy to do that. The wrestling, I guess, is right. What. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what you mix the wrestling moves into yeah. something. <laughs> well, man, I don't want to keep you. You got some fans here, man. But I do. It was an absolute pleasure Thanks, to meet man. you and talk yeah, with you, man. Thank you, Mr. Ask. Can stuff. I call you that? Yeah. Yeah. Me whatever you want. Yeah. 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 That one was a lot of fun, just because. Billy was just so presentable or personable is what I'm trying to say he was really good he was just I mean he my wife had a lot to do with that and if you guys didn't catch that she told him that she he was perfect <laughs> and then like he got giddy and then he said that was your wife and oh man it, after that it was just it snowballed into just a great combo and he was it was just really cool because I mean I remember watching this guy when I was in high school and really into wrestling and DX was like man it was DX and NWO back then you know, WWE versus WCW I like to t- I like to say that I grew up in the best time because sports were great we had all the amazing athletes music was great and then WWE peaked at this time with the attitude era and they were all doing these crazy things and and Billy Gunn and the new age outlaws D-Generation X the suck it Mr. Ass and all kinds of you know ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages WWE you know that whole you know you know uh uh Brian and and him they were just so awesome and I, again, fla- I was flabbergasted throughout the way, but during that conversation, I loosened up quite a bit, and my wife had a lot to do with that, and she told him he was perfect. I mean, dude, the guy's like almost 50, and he's still ripped, but hey, you know what? Whatever. Hey, props to you, Billy. You were freaking cool in my book, and uh, I'll, I'll always remember that conversation. It was great. So then moving along, and in, in this conversation, we actually got to meet uh, meet and talk to Carlito, now Carlito was uh, he. You guys remember him from WWE as well. He's these is another ex WWE guy. His dad is you know lineage with the World Wrestling Council and his brother. And one of the things that I talked to him about, and it was a real brief conversation again, was the uh, the time that he inducted his dad into the Hall of Fame and how he was just real candid about his words, especially with how they were telling him that he had to hurry up and induct his dad. And he was just, he made some really nice jokes about how WWE hadn't changed since he's been gone. <laughs> it was a real brief conversation. I, I, we, I, I didn't want to bother him any longer than I was. So um, let's go ahead and listen to that conversation now. Why'd you, why'd you stop loving me? I still love oh, okay. She fell in love with me, man. So, I mean, I'm just kidding. Hey, so well, I, was, I mean, you know, <laughs> just 
she has a poster of you on her in her bathroom. Uh, oh. <laughs> hey man, so how's everything going with you right now? Uh, everything's going good so far. Yeah, no complaints. Yeah, awesome man. And uh, from the World Wrestling Council, Puerto Rico, your father's promotion, right? Yeah, everything, man. So last time I saw you, I mean, I'm I'm just bringing this up. I don't want to. We're not we're not talk about WWE, but I saw you in the Hall of Fame, and you made that joke. If you remember, you were like. So yeah, I'm, I'm already I'm already told I'm already cut for time. It feels like I never left or kind of thing. You remember? Oh that? Yeah, 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 remember that? Yeah, remember that? Yeah. So was it nice to go back for that night to induct your father? Yeah, man, it was a, it was a good time. I remember, I uh, was in New Orleans. Yeah. From what I remember, because I think I, I was drunk the whole week. <laughs> hanging on. Was New Orleans, uh, right? Yeah, New Orleans. Yeah. You gotta have fun. Exactly. Yeah, I had a blast, man. It was great. It was good. Yeah. Uh, you know, seeing old friends, uh, meeting some new friends. I think. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't remember much, but I. <laughs> When you don't remember something, that means it was a good time. So. Well, you know, I came, I came and saw you when you were on Monday Night Raw back in like 2006, and I think you were feuding with Randy Orton at the time. That okay, was great, that was a great program, man. Um, over time, I, I remember the tag team with Nowitzki, and I remember seeing that WrestleMania you spit you know, the apple spitting thing. So, how did that start with the gimmick with the the app the force? Um, that was uh, just one of the vignettes, I guess. Now that I realize, looking back, I think it was a ripoff of an old Razor Ramon yeah. vignette where he spat. I don't know what it was, some kind of fruit at some of this. So they did it again with me, and then uh, I spent the apple, and I guess Vince liked it, so yeah. he wanted me to keep doing it. So I was, yeah. I was, I was happy to oblige. Nice, and, and right now you're working for, is it Lucha, or are you just independent? You're just Man, I'm just doing my own thing, man. Yeah. Living a dream. You know, yeah, man. Traveling awesome, man, awesome. Well, I appreciate your time, man. I just wanted to come and ask you a couple questions, and I don't want to take up too much of your time. i got a fan here that wants to take a picture with you and meet you and stuff. So. Sounds good, all right. Now I felt like with Carlito, it was it was great conversation. I I felt like it was he he wasn't really feeling it, so that's why we kind of cut it short. I didn't want to bother him. He he did answer my question and he talked about that situation. That was kind of funny because he he was he looked annoyed when he did that induction. And um, I, I I mean it's your father, right? You should spend all the time you need to talk about your dad. Him and his brother did a good job, though. But you know. Uh, I, there was a lot of people in line to talk to him so or take pictures with him so it, w- it was really cool i mean like i said i would have liked to talk to him to more talk to him more but you know that it is what it is but the next one was one of my favorites because i've always looked up to i've always looked up to him and i have always thought he was a great wrestler and i'm talking about kurt angle now kurt angle guys um has been with w he was with wwe tna he's in independent wrestling now He's a 13-time champion from TNA WWE. He's won an IWGP uh, he's a title. He's he's done so many things, and he's an Olympic gold medalist, guys. 1996, he won an Olympic gold medal in Atlanta. So, just true pioneer, man. And, and this guy was one of the best professional wrestlers in the short time that he got into it. He did so many different things. He's worked. For, he worked for ECW. That's how he kind of got on the map. He talks a little bit about that. I tell him some of my favorite matches. I actually got to meet him back in 2007 in Corpus Christi when he was working for TNA. Um, he put on an amazing match then. I took a picture with him, got a photo, you know, everything like that. It was it was really, really cool. And I was really, really glad that I got to talk to him because he was just a very, very cool, down-to-earth, easy-to-talk-to cat. And, um, man, the, the, the wrestling machine, it's true. Oh, it's true. You know, <laughs> all those things that he did, he was... You know, intelligence, integrity, intensity. You know, the three eyes. That's what he used to go by. But uh, let's go ahead and play that conversation now. And uh, we'll catch up with you after. Hey, man. So how's everything going right now? 
Good, good. Good, I'm good. Having a good time, taking some time off. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you come to Texas often? or? No, no, no. I was here, though, a couple weeks ago for uh, Booker T's uh, promotion oh, up in Houston. Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, good show. This looks like it's going to be a great show, Brittany. too. Oh, yeah. Are you working tonight, now? No. No, no. So, I got to ask you, man, um, are you coming back to WWE anytime soon? Uh, but can you answer that? No, not you really. You can't answer that. You're going to be the fifth, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, didn't, I stopped watching wrestling for about seven years. I started watching in 2006 again. It was after the Owen Hart incident, unfortunately. But the first match that I saw that got me back into it was a triple threat match with you, Randy, and Ray at WrestleMania 22. Okay, yeah. And what, what got me fired up about it was how you were just... German, German, giving everyone German suplexes that match. Do you remember that match? Yeah, yeah, the double German. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. A lot of fun. Yeah, man. So, um, I, I used to, I would tweet at you and I would ask you, hey, man, so, to you and Daniel Bryan, that's gotta happen, that's gotta happen. Unfortunately, Daniel's retired yeah, and what's going on. Yeah. But would that be your dream match now or would it be still be Brett? Oh, it's, it'll always be Brett. Right. I mean, uh, Daniel is an exceptional talent that, for his era, yeah. he was the best. Right. So you always want to wrestle the best. Yeah. Brett was too. So, uh, but I think that a more traditional type of match would have been Brett and I. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Just chain wrestling, going back and yeah. forth, and everything yeah. like that. And I know uh, buddies and I would always talk about Kurt and Brett would have been such a great match. Yeah. Would have had that. And, um, but my favorite match, overall, my favorite match is going to be you and Benoit Royal Rumble '03 before yeah. you wrestled Brock. That was such that a was match. that was mine too. I. I didn't know it after I did it. I had knee surgery right before that, so yeah. I. But um, hearing the response from the fans and the wrestlers in the back, I didn't realize how good it was until it was over. But I, yeah. that match is uh, that's a very very unique match. Uh, submission trade off. Oh yeah. Uh, I think there was only one punch throw in the whole match. Yeah. Um, that doesn't happen very often. Right. So I was really proud of that one. That, that is one of my top three favorites. Yeah, and I listened to an interview you had done, and you had said everyone always tells me i got to go back to WWE, but they don't realize that I've been with TNA longer now than I have been with WWE, but everyone always thinks of you as a WWE guy. <laughs> is, it, is it because you think the better matches? Because, I mean, you've had great matches um, in TNA, too. Yeah, no, I had a better career in TNA. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the, the issue is most of the fans didn't watch. Right. So... Um, but I mean, we we were pulling two million viewers a week at right. one point. Yeah. It was a it was a great run. Yeah. But the WWE was where I started. Right. And um, that's where I built my name up after the Olympics. Yeah. So I'll always be a WWE guy. But yeah. um, I did really enjoy my career in TNA. Awesome, man. Well, I enjoyed the the work in TNA. The Samoa Joe matches are awesome. I did see you in Corpus Christi back in '07 with you and AJ headlining yeah, it. It was yeah. a great match. I actually got to take a picture with you back then. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> so full ago. circle 10 years later. But yeah. And it's an honor to meet you. Thank you. Olympic gold medalist. Thanks, man. Thanks, man, for your time. Good talking to you. Yeah, man. An absolute legend. Really easy to talk to. I thought Kurt was awesome. It was, it was really a privilege to talk to him. I used to love watching his matches, and I still love to watch his matches. I really hope that he gets to WWE someday just because... He's Kurt Angle, man. Finish it off in WWE. But next, I'm going to go in and play the clip from the Heel Face Wrestling Group. And I got to meet these guys and talk to them for about 15 minutes or 10 or 11 minutes before the show started. But have a listen and enjoy. All right, so I'm here with the Heel Face Wrestling Podcast. Guys, thank you for coming on my show and taking the time. Yeah, no problem. No problem at all. So uh, you guys are big wrestling fans? 
Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, we wouldn't be here if we weren't. Um, that's what inspired, obviously, us to start this podcast was our website, rather, podcast later. Um, we are wrestling fans. Right. Um, we like the indie scene as well. We felt like the indie scene in Texas wasn't getting the coverage that it deserved. Because we looked around and we're trying, like, where can we go? Right. It's hard to find a show and where right. to go to find these guys. And so we felt like that needed to change because... To me, that's a slap in the face to the Texas wrestling scene because right. to not have the proper coverage like that, that like I said, that's an insult. We, Jason and I had talked about it for many months, and we finally got the ball rolling, and you know, our goal was to provide better coverage. Not, of course, we're going to cover the WWE and all the right, top right, ones, right. but our main focus always wanted to be the Texas scene and, and to provide coverage where someone could say, hey, you know, I live in San Antonio, for example. Right. What's going on in my town this weekend or this month or whenever? And or even if you lived in Austin, or if you lived in Fort Worth, or if you lived in El Paso, or uh, McAllen, and I know there's a McAllen uh, promotion that runs really? every Friday I had no idea. called Wrestling Revolution, and they have a guy that wrestles there every week named Danny Ramones, and we got involved with him. He does a blog on our website now, nice. so it's a it's a wrestler perspective blog, just day to day life. Random, it's actually called the Random Ramones Random Report. He okay. talks about wrestling, obviously, but he also talks about just life in general and different things like that. Yeah, I, I think it was eye-opening for us as well. Uh, when you do start doing a little bit of research and start doing a little bit of your homework, uh, so to speak, and you find out how many shows are going on around the area as far right, as wrestling right. goes. Literally, you can find one almost every night uh, to go to. And so, you know, fans like us, you know, we've been fans since we were 10 years old right. and love the WWE and love watching it on TV. Where you can step out your front door, you know, travel 30 minutes and go see a live show where, I mean, they're high-flying, they're they're grappling, there's, I mean, chairs, whatever it might be. Right, right. You will find something that, that interests you. Yeah. And, you know, I'm glad that you guys are bringing this up because as a when I moved to San Antonio, when I lived in Corpus, I'm from Alice, actually, we would go to independent wrestling shows. A buddy of mine found this NWA show that they, they did, like, four hours of wrestling. I mean... This was back in 07. We saw Adam Pearce, X-Pac, Kevin Northcutt, Rob Conway. This was, I mean, 10 years ago, but the crowd was different than going to, like, a WWE show. And I think it's people are more into it because these guys are, I mean, not that WWE guys aren't busting their asses, but they're they're more interactive with the crowd. You know, you have fan interaction. You 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 feel more involved, and it's not like you've got 20,000 people, although that's a cool setting. But coming to San Antonio... I was like, where do they have wrestling shows? Because I know Shawn Michaels is from here. Shawn Michaels put a lot of time in wrestling here. And I know he started his own promotion. I mean, Daniel Bryan trained here for crying out loud. Yeah. So, I mean, I couldn't find anywhere to go. And a buddy of mine was like, well, you know, they have Ring of Honor comes here. Ring of Honor comes over here like two or three times a year. Um, WWE NXT is coming over here now. But where are the indie shows? And covering that is pretty good because people that our hardcore wrestling fans may not want to see WWE every right. every day of the week or twice a week or, or see TNA. I mean, I don't, I don't even watch TNA like in five years, but I mean, they want to see other other talent, up-and-coming guys. So, I mean, it's, it's cool that what you're doing. I mean, all of y'all have been around. Who's your favorite wrestler? Right now at the moment, yeah. Jay Lethal. Nice. Yeah. You? Uh, probably ACH. ACH, okay. You? Delilah Doom. Uh, he's a doomie. <laughs> I am he, a for so Deli- if you are a Delilah fan, right they're called Doomies. Yeah, he's got the. the oh yeah, I here. see it right there. So man. Delilah obviously uh, is really big in this area, in San Antonio, but she's starting to branch out right now. And that's what's really cool is because you get to see them as they're like growing and right, their, yeah. their stock is rising, and you get to see them on an early stage. And, and then when they make it really big, it's you're like, hey, I, I covered that person from when they were doing yeah, yeah, yeah. local indie shows. And what's really cool about her is she was on Raw not that long ago under a different name. But she, nonetheless, she was still on Raw. 
and she's a regular guest on our podcast anytime we do a lot so we do um, there's a local promotion called River City Wrestling right, right. we do a live pre-show before every single one of their events and, and we have done since the last three or four months or so and every time we've done one she's come on our show and just talk to us about wrestling obviously and just things that are going on in her life and it's really cool to catch up and like I said this is someone who was fresh off of Monday Night Raw and came to our podcast and was standing like as close as we're standing oh, and just okay. talking and so she's from she's from San Marcos or she's San from she's California. from California okay, okay, but okay. she resides in San Antonio at the moment yeah she's training at the Funaki Dojo oh wow yeah. Funaki's here yes he has a school here that he yeah. that he runs and she trains there as well as other local talent wow that, that train there. wow so have you uh, have you got wow Nice. We're here. This is kind of cool. This yeah, is authentic. Yeah, know? we're here at the show's Great San Antonio Bash. They yeah. just announced five minutes. The show's going to start. Nice. We, we can go five more minutes. We're yeah, good. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I'm, uh, uh, you guys ever interact with Shawn Michaels? Have y'all ever tried to? Uh, not personally yet, but it, he's definitely on the list of uh, people that we want to reach out to. I know it's probably going to be kind of hard to get him. I know he's a very busy man, but right, right. it doesn't hurt to ask. So. Definitely the doesn't. always no until you ask. So. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. But with podcasting, right, if you want to get a certain guest, you always got to feel like, hey, you know what, I got to try. If I, at least I can say I try. Kind yeah. Of thing. The worst they can say is no. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. So Texas, yes, you know, there's two things in Texas that really matter, right? One is high school football. Yeah. And then the next thing is wrestling. Yeah. I mean, we have so many famous wrestlers that have come through Texas. Shawn Michaels, the Von Erics, the Funks. I mean, Stone Cold. I mean, it's just insane. I mean, I mean. I loved the Von Erics growing up. I mean, that was like Texas Tornado was my favorite wrestler growing up. I went to a house show in Corpus Christi in 1990, and I saw Ultimate Warrior and Kerry Von Erich tag team against Rick Rude and Mr. Perfect. I've wow. told this. Yeah, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. It was like 1990, man. I was nine years old, and I was just like, wow, I'm seeing like these guys. I saw Big Boss Man, Million Dollar Man, one half of the Rockers. I mean, it's Michael, Shawn Michaels wasn't Shawn Michaels yet. It was still like Marty Jannetty. I mean, it was it's just... My dad used to, we used to find wrestling shows that would come through Alice, Texas, and we would always try to just go, just to go. Yeah. And my dad would get a kick out of it because these guys were still trying to, like, establish themselves, and they were just, like, but entertaining. It was always entertaining, and I think that's what wrestling's all about, and people misconstrue it as this and that, but I think it's great. I mean, these guys bust their ass. They're, they're putting their bodies on the line. I mean, what drew you guys into So the wrestling podcast was just, like, you got the website. You said, let's just make this into a podcast. I mean... Other websites were any influences for that, or well, I mean, it, it was I don't know so much about influences, just like we had this idea. And you know, normally when you're sitting around with your friends and you have this, like, you have this idea, and you're like, man, it's gonna be great, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah, yeah. you you do a Google search and like they you find something that's already doing, you're like, ah, well, there's our idea. Yeah. Well, we we came up with this idea and we, and we we thought about it, and there were little you know, pockets, blogs here and there, but there wasn't like one site dedicated to independent wrestling here in Central Texas. Right. And from there, it just kind of took off. And, and it really, it has exploded. Like, we started, you know, covering one show. We, we just went to a show, you know, took pictures, did results, uh, and, and got a few hits here and there. And then we did a podcast, and I got a few hits here and there. And then we got invited back to do another uh, a pre-show podcast, and another pre-show podcast, and slowly but surely, it's just been snowballing forward. And, yes. and, and to the point now where, you know, we're having trouble keeping up with... with yeah, and people, levels. companies are reaching out to us saying, hey, we want you to... Can you come to our show and do a pre-show podcast? Dude, that's bad. So, yeah, it's slowly growing. Um, then we just added a video to our coverage, because we were just, obviously, audio with the podcast, pictures, uh, recaps, and things like that. But then I started thinking, you know, it'd be cool to get, like, a video uh, portion of the website, and so that's why we brought Rudy on. Rudy 
comes along and records matches and records uh, interviews that we do with yeah. uh, wrestlers. And like today, we interviewed some people in Houston yeah. recording, and that'll be up on the site. So fans can only not only hear our interviews, they can see. Okay, look, they were there. They were there yeah. with Carlito. They were there yeah. with uh, um, Kurt Angle. They were there with whoever, whoever it ends up being. They were there, and they can get it. And I think it just gives a different perspective because, like, it's cool and all to listen to your interview, but once you get to like see yeah. the visual of it, it's a different, different look and something that we're always and we're always looking to grow. There's things always on the back burner that are kind of being worked behind the scenes. And like I said, we have the blog with Danny Ramones, and we also have another blog with Christy James, who is an up and coming uh, women's wrestler right now in the area. And, She's starting to blow. She's traveling like all over and getting matches here and there, and so she's slowly picking up steam. She's going to be quickly rising behind Delilah, I think, in my uh, opinion. Yeah. And so she, we have a. She has her own blog on our website, and so we just try to, as in addition to giving the coverage of the independent scene, we try to give the fans something that they don't normally see right. on a website. Like, yeah, WWE does their interviews with their wrestlers, but they don't have their wrestlers write their own blog per se. That's true. And That's so true. we're having these guys. Christy James is a lot more video. She does videos. Um, Danny Ramones is more audio, but it's just, like I said, it gives you a different look. We're trying to do things different that you don't normally see on a wrestling website or even on a website in general um, to bring to the fans. Like I said, we just want to bring any and all the coverage we can. Yeah, and that, that's a good thing. I mean, independent wrestling gets more attention. You guys are really putting the work in and starting to show. Um, so you guys drive all the way down to the valley? Uh, I don't. We haven't no. yet. I okay. sometimes I do with my because my wife's from the valley, gotcha. so we kind of have family there. But as far as for wrestling, no, um, not yet. But it's always a possibility. The furthest we've driven is what Kerrville last week, right? Oh, for our RCW, so it's not too bad. Obviously, we're stationed in San Marcos and Lockhart, so it's not too far of a drive. But um, next month, I'll be going on a separate trip to California, not for wrestling. It just so happened that there's a women's wrestling event happened in Southern Cali. Now, yeah. I rearranged my trip to make it to where I can go to this <laughs> because it's a really cool thing. Like I said, we are uh, we befriended Thunder Rosa, I was telling you earlier, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, she's throwing her first event um, for her promotion, and I kind of wanted to go and uh, just cover it, and she's like, yeah, come on, if you can make it, come on, and so I worked out my trip to make it over there. Wow, it looks like it's time. Yeah, well, guys, before we wrap up, uh, you want to plug your stuff? Oh, uh, yeah, you can find us um, on our website, hillfacewrestling.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Hillface Raslin, R-A-S-L-I-N. That's uh, a little Texas twist Amish to that. Too, yeah, Texas, and, uh, yeah, yeah you, if you go there, you'll be able to find all of our other stuff. We're on Instagram, too, with the, um, and we're on Facebook. You can like us on Facebook. But, yeah, if you just go to the website, you can find us everywhere. And your stuff's on iTunes as well? Uh, not at the moment. We're oh. working on that. But it's on SoundCloud and then only on our website and SoundCloud at the moment. But we're working on being on iTunes. Oh. We, we'll be there shortly. Well, awesome, man. Well, good luck to you guys. I enjoyed interacting with you guys, talking with you, Jeff. Yep. Rudy, Jason, thank you so much, man. Okay. It was great. Thank, thank you. you. You guys have a good time at the show. Did y'all do a pre podcast here? No. Okay. Okay. Well, next time. Next time. All right. All right. All right, guys. Well, take care. All right. Great group of guys. I hope I get to talk to them more, and I hope they get to be on my show one day, or I can be on their show, and maybe we'll meet up at another wrestling show and um, share more stories of our experiences in professional wrestling. I felt like I just wanted to interview them and get them on the show just to kind of, uh, you know, this community of podcasters is great. And speaking of the community, this is my last conversation, and it's with Clay from the Ghost Bears Go. We talked for about 15 minutes. I hope you guys enjoy, and I look forward to being on their podcast and them on mine. All right, so I'm here with Clay from the Ghost Bears Go memes. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I can't believe we're at the Great San Antonio Bash. I know, man. And, you know, we were talking earlier in the show, um, and I was so nervous. You were, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. And you you were kind of like worked up into a frenzy just because you're kind of working the event. Yeah, I'm helping. You know, I'm my uh, Justin Sullivan uh, married uh, into my family, and so uh, helping helping him out and kind of doing both different hats today. So yeah, it's a big event for me. I'm a giant wrestling fan. Yeah. But also, I want to see it successful for for Justin and, and the whole Country Gold family. And, and it looks like it's it's gone pretty well. It's gone yeah. over very There's well. There's a decent crowd here for an event that is just starting for the first time. Right. Right. So. Growing up in wrestling, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? Sean freaking Michaels. Of course. I mean, that's the... The heartbreak kid. And then Ric Flair. Okay, yeah. Ric Flair is pretty good. I was a big Bret Hart guy. Oh, the hitman. Hey, you know, you never know. You might see Bret Hart here. That would be really cool. Who knows? I heard he's kind of... He's interesting. I would love to meet him. I would love to meet him, too. I know sometimes he's really, really cool, and sometimes he's kind of like, it depends on what kind of, what side of the bed he Canadians are weird. They are very weird. It's all the syrup. Yeah, I mean, you think it is? Yeah, it's all the syrup. uh, Too much Tim Hortons donuts. Too too many uh, hockey pucks in the head. Oh, that's That's what what it is. is. That's what it is. That's what it is. So, you guys were interviewing for your show. Yep. What was your favorite interaction, man? Billy Gunn. Badass Billy Gunn. Dude, that was mine, too. He was flipping hilarious like i didn't know he went to sam houston state uh in east texas on a bull riding scholarship i learned that uh he Uh. loves texas and he said suck it on our podcast did he really i i'm I'm happy with that you can die a happy man member dx yeah you know i got to meet him and i think what broke the ice was like my wife kind of said he was perfect in every way or something like that (laughs) loosened him up and it was one of my favorite interactions but when i first came in here i mean we were all standing here and i went total fan geek mode i was marking out you out Dude, I totally marked out and then got to meet some of these other wrestlers and it was just, it was really, really awesome. How you doing, man? Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. We that just was Nigel. awesome. Nigel McGinnis just walked right by just us. Just walked right by and us. He, was, and he just, he said a real Brits-like, right? He's like, he Hello. did. <laughs> he Desmond like, Wolf. Desmond Wolf. He, he would have been really good in WWE had he not got that contract terminated. What was he, like a health issue, right? I, I don't remember the details, but I do think there's a thing that uh, he wants to wrestle WrestleMania. I think that's one of his goals. So Are you serious? If they, if oh. they grant, WWE, please grant Nigel that. Please yes. let him wrestle at WrestleMania. Yeah, if you're listening to WWE, grant him, that, grant him that opportunity. But speaking of WWE, did you happen to see a certain UFC pay-per-view last I night? I did see a certain 203 UFC. Uh, what was your thoughts? I thought I marked out pretty heavy when yeah. the Cult of Personality came out. Uh, who came out with him? I don't know who those people were. Did, was Lars there, the guy with all the tats and I, from I, Rancid? You I, don't know. I, I didn't know. Oh. I didn't know. But I, I thought, unfortunately, is what I expected. Uh, for a short. first fight, it was what I expected. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for him going out and doing that. Yeah. CM Punk, great job oh, you're good in the man. ring. But um, yeah. he's got a lot more training to do, and he'll get there. But he yeah. two minutes, and he tapped. Man, just two minutes? Did he even get any offense in? No, his offense was pretty weak. It, oh. it was pretty lacking. And, you know, he's definitely not in his normal realm of, of comfort. But he, I think with some, with some time, he's going to be fine. He's not going to stop. He did that whole speech after the match. Oh, yeah, that was a good speech. He's man. not going to stop. So I, I have full faith in CM Punk and, and becoming a champion one day. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way, too. I think that it's just a work in progress, and the older he is, it's probably going to be more challenging for him just because of yeah. body-wise. These kids are so much younger than he is. Yeah. I mean, thir- CM Punk at 37 is not CM Punk at 27 or even 22. Nope. I mean, but you know what? I think that he's going to do great things for UFC, and I'm pretty sure you attracted a lot of eyeballs to it. Yeah, and I don't think I really don't think him and WWE are going to work out again. I don't think. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think it's a you Bret Hart so? situation that where you might see him in a couple decades. But what about an Ultimate Warrior situation? I mean, yeah, I never thought exactly. that would happen. That's the kind of situation that he's in. Uh, yeah. An Ultimate Warrior or a Bret Hart reconcil- reconciliation kind of situation. But it seems 
where the Ultimate Warrior and Bret Hart seemed more WWE's problem, this problem seems more CM Punk. Right. Uh, and that just maybe the so way were I'm you taking on, it. Were you on Punk's side or WWE side? I was on WWE side. Really? Weirdly enough. Because I just I felt like he had he had the world on his in his in his hands. He did. And he just pissed it away. Because of a he didn't want to work with Triple H. He didn't want to work with Triple H. He didn't like the way things were working. But if you look at WWE today, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a product of him revolting. I think it's a product of, of evolution, to quote Triple H. And mm. Triple H is the driving force behind all this new talent and young st- small stars and so do you think it's so you don't think I mean, I'm just I know we're, we're we're here at this event and I yeah. mean it's a nice thing but we're kind of getting into this conversation here so do you don't think that Punk leaving led to Daniel Bryan's title shot or no. do you think that just happened I mean it I think evolved the, I think the I think we the, the fans, fans led to Daniel Bryan because he was already over he was over and the more yeses he got and the more the movement CM Punk or no CM Punk Daniel Bryan would have gone over now would he have gone over in the fashion at WrestleMania I don't know yeah. that was an awesome. Moment. It was. That was. And I hope I hope if Daniel Bryan's ever healthy enough, we see him one more time in a ring. But for his health, he probably shouldn't. Yeah. Um, but I think with CM Punk, without CM Punk, Daniel Bryan would have got to the yeah. end of the rainbow one way or the other. Well, you know what? I think he got his due, and that was a perfect way to end WrestleMania. You, I mean, the, the streak ended at that WrestleMania, and WWE sent everyone home happy with yeah, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, my heart was still on my knees oh, before dude. that match started. I think when, when, the, when we saw the pin, we were just like, uh... What just happened? And I think everyone was. Yeah. I mean, they took the they took the pulse out of that arena. I mean, we're at the Superdome. Yeah, it was like. Dead. And I was watching that WrestleMania with uh, Me too, a man. friend of mine who is, is the biggest Undertaker fan. Yeah, and he watches every WrestleMania, knowing Undertaker's going to win. And when Taker lost to Brock Lesnar at that WrestleMania, yeah. he did not speak the rest of the night. <laughs> uh, he also hated Daniel Bryan, uh, my friend. Yeah. Uh, so when Daniel Bryan beat Triple H in the opening match. He left. He was like, "This is oh, a stupid a, night." Oh yeah, but he thought Batista or Randy Orton would pull it out. No way, not not in that momentum. I, Storybook I, ending. Yeah, I don't think Batista deserved it or Randy Orton. I think it was Daniel Bryan's time, and it was a perfect way to end it. But then, unfortunately, injuries and career-threatening injuries. I was just talking to Kurt. I know you guys talked to Kurt. Oh yeah, I told Kurt. I said I would have loved to have seen a Daniel Bryan Kurt Angle match. Oh my god! And I, I told him, I said I, I, I would tweet at you and tell you Daniel Bryan versus Kurt's got to happen. And I think he even liked it or retweeted it. But it was just like, man, we didn't get Brett and Kurt. If we got Bryan and Kurt, that would have been the closest thing. Or even a CM Punk and Kurt or something, man. It would have been. You know, I think, uh, I think Kurt still got a few matches in him. I agree. I'd like to see him back in WWE against yeah. Rollins. I'd like to see him against Sami Zayn. I'd yeah, like to see him. That would be good, him uh, and Sami oh, Zayn. Yeah, t- him and Kevin Owens. Oh. Tear the house down. So did you ask him the question? I didn't ask him the question. I wanted to ask him the question, but Ray and Sean, if you're listening, we talked about uh, that beforehand, and I did not ask him the question. We didn't want to even go there. About him going back? I didn't want to ask him if he's going back because I want him to, and I don't want him to give me a feeling like he's not. Yeah. Um, I did tell him a story, though. You're going to love this, Ro. Tell me, man. I was in middle school. I had a a bully that was a bully picking on this young lady. Heavy, just being mean to her. And I loved Kurt Angle. He was my favorite wrestler at that time. And I walked into class that day, and this guy had picked up a bunch of empty cigarette cartons and filled this girl's backpack with them and called her Joe Camel. It was very nasty. So it's terrible. Mean, mean, mean-spirited seventh grader. So I kicked the chair out from under the guy, <laughs> put him in the ankle lock. Oh, no shit. Wrapped my legs around his in the ankle lock, like a hardcore ankle. You grapevined him. I grapevined him, and then I broke his ankle. Holy shit. Seventh grade. broke. Did you tell the, him? I told him that. He looked at me and like shook his head and like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. So I said, thank you, Kurt Angle, for teaching me chivalry, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kurt freaking ankle. I, I I used the ankle lock to my advantage, seventh grade. That was awesome. I saw Kurt Angle in 2007 when he was with TNA. Him and AJ had an amazing match. Oh. 
and I got to take a picture with him, and I told him that, and he was like, oh, you know, I mean, it was years ago. I, you're not going to remember any type yeah. of interaction, but I did ask him. I had to. Oh, what did he say? Yeah, I said, so uh, I'm just going to come out and ask you, man, are you coming back to WWE, or is that something you can't answer? He's like, he kind of smiled, and he said, I can't answer that. He's coming. Yes. Royal Rumble. I hope so, the Royal man. Rumble. You got, like, Kurt has got to get his due, and I told Kurt, I said, you were on a podcast, and I don't remember if it was Jericho's or Stone Cold's or whom, or JR's, and I said, you said, my God, my God, <laughs> not that way, damn it. Do you, ever, do you listen to JR's podcast? I love JR's podcast. I love JR. Did you ever hear the one where he uh, did like 15 minutes of ramblings like at a Burger King drive-thru? I didn't hear that one. Dude, he was pretending to sound like Stu oh and, then, my God. and then Terry Funk, and he's like, "That's funny." you can imagine Terry Funk at the drive-thru, oh. Let me go ahead and get one of those breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> and he's like, and then you get Stu Hart. Yeah, yeah, you want to get one of those. You know, it was, <laughs> I'm like, JR's got this type of humor to himself. because My always, God. Yeah. I had you one, do that really good. My God. Not the man broken in half, damn it. <laughs> um, I had one goal when I went to Oklahoma one year, and it was to meet JR. And I'm not, I'm not messing with you. I got off the airplane at Oklahoma City uh, uh, Airport. Normal. Normal as Oklahoma. I'm As I'm coming out of my plane, he was getting on my plane. Shut the hell up. So JR and I had a conversation right there in the airport. And, and he you, was a nice guy. So did you tell him? I, I told I did my impression for JR. And what he said? And he he in his kind of quiet JR away went, No one does it better than me. Kinda so but, I got to talk to JR. So did you tell him like you're like my whole goal to come to Oklahoma was to I did. meet you? I did. That was the first sentence. My whole goal was to meet you and in the first two minutes I've done it. And what did he say? He he said, Well I'm, he was very nice saying it's a pleasure to meet you too. Real nice guy, kind of reserved, but I was the rest of the trip was screwed from that point on. I well, met I mean, JR. It's Oklahoma. My God, I met good old Jim Ross. <laughs> Take him to the woodshed, so did you, damn it. Did you, get, did you get some Jerry's barbecue sauce? <laughs> I looked. I didn't find any. I ordered some online, though. I do have, have it. Have you tried it? It's great. Is it really? Yeah. I put that sauce on everything. Grilled cheese. <laughs> put it on bananas. Whatever you need to put it on. I've been wanting to try Eric Bischoff's beer. And I think Stone no. Cold's got his beer. I think uh, Eric Bischoff's beer is just a lot of hot air. <laughs> no pun intended, right? Because he is full of hot. No, I'm kidding. He's, he's not listening to this no, podcast. He's, he's definitely he's nice not. Guy. But yeah, um, favorite favorite house show or WWE show? Or any wrestling event that you can think of that you've been on? <laughs> favorite wrestling event that I got to go to was WrestleMania 32. So Easy. Were you have good seats? I had great seats. I was kind of mid level. It wasn't too high. I was actually pretty decently matched. I could see all the ring. I could see everything. And uh, I marked out like crazy when Shawn Michaels came out to, to beat up uh, the. Uh, Heath Slater? Yeah, he, you know, it was, no, uh, yeah, was Wade Barrett. Be, Wade Barrett. And uh, whatever their group was called. You know, I could. The, the, my contract's ending today group. Oh, gotcha. Um, and then Stone Cold and Mick Foley. Yeah, that was. I was fine. That was a great day. It's a great day. That is awesome. Thanks to my wife for letting me go. You know what? And my wife and I were talking about that with that little proposition you said yes. about it. I think we should totally do it. I think the Row Show. The World of Row and Go Spurs Go memes. Go, pound, go, go, Row, right go. The Row, Go. The Row, Go, Row, Go. I, I like that. On the road. And we'll go to Orlando for WrestleMania 33. Dude, and where is it at? The Sun Bowl? I don't know. I hope it's not outdoor. Please don't be outdoor. I, it's going to be outdoor. It's, it's a rainy freaking state. It is Florida. Hey, look. Nigel hey, walking by Nigel. Again. Well Jay. dressed, well dressed, pressed and dressed. One of the it. best. Well dressed, dressed and dressed. One of the best. Man, I like that, dude. He he called us boys. He did, I, and his, in an English accent. He did no say doubt. that with an English accent. It was so awesome, dude. Um, here I see Bill Alonzo. How was that interaction, <laughs> Bill? So I got to tell you, did you talk to him about Beulah? <laughs> the match with Beulah. <laughs> I talked to Bill Alonzo about a lot of stuff, and you'll never believe this. What? Uh, he and I have actually exchanged phone numbers, and Bill Alonzo and I, or believe it or not. 
are now friends. And uh, I'm going to go visit him down in Florida. He wants to come visit. Wants me to come visit in Florida. Wow! And, yeah, I did not expect that out of today to become friends with ECW's uh, Bill uh, Fonzie Alonzo. Fonzie, yeah, Fonzie, and uh, awesome guy. Awesome, it's Bill guy. Alfonso. Bill Alfonso. I said Alonzo. I think you did, but his yeah. name is Fonzie. It's Fonzie. Fonzie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we had a, I had a good time talking with Tommy. Actually, we kind of interrupted MVP while he was eating his Bill Miller, but he was cool. I talked to him for three minutes. We had a good. Laugh. We talked about his match with Benoit at WrestleMania 23, oh. and he talked about how up until that point, the office didn't know that he could wrestle. Stephanie came up to him. He said, "She said I didn't know you could do that." He's like, "We never give me." You the said platform. Chris Benoit's name out loud. I'm not WWE. If you say it three times, something bad happens, apparently. So is, is that like Ann Coulter, like at the roast? Oh, my God. That was Beetlejuice, so painful. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. That was so painful. <laughs> but it was great, though. Oh, God. Look at this. Look at this. Uh, the great San Antonio Basher. Cousin yes. Amanda right is here. Is she wearing a shirt? Is that a spur shirt? She's not wearing oh, a spur shirt. she's not wearing a spur shirt. She's wearing oh, the spurs jeans. Yes. Very, very high fashion. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, that was Ann Coulter. God, why did you even go on that show, you moron? She knew that she was going to get that. I God. had to imagine. It was so, terrible. Are you going to vote this year? I am going to vote this year, and I'm not going to vote for Trump. And I, Hillary has to win me over. But, I mean, at least you have common sense not to do that. I'm not going to do it, no. Yeah. No, I fear for, I fear for my country. I'm, I'm talking about in reference to Trump, not so much. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, don't have a com- I do not have common sense to stay away from Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not best for business. <laughs> Thank you, Hunter. I love that. How are you just doing that, man? You're doing all the wrestling. That's all it, I know. Lingo. We yeah. should, do like two minutes of lingo here. Let's do two minutes of lingo. Okay, ahead, so let's see here. Okay, uh, did Tommy Dreamer put you over? He didn't put me over. Tommy okay. Dreamer really gave me some heat. Okay, so Bill Alfonso gave you the rub. Oh, he gave me the rub, but you know he put me over to the end because he is the greatest of all time. Nice. And Kurt Angle, did he job you out? <laughs> I am a jobber for Kurt Angle. You, 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 That's fine. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll just lay down and take the three seconds. So, so did, and, but Colt Cabana jobbed you out. Yes, he did. Thanks, Colt. Man, hate you. We're still very sour. I mean, I think that every, you know, overall this interaction, everyone put us over. But yes, at the end of the day, Billy Gunn, you put me way oh, over. Oh man, he did. That guy was like a. I big, feel like a member of DX after tonight. Dude, seriously, man, you want to do? The, we should just like when we see him, break it down. Yeah, I wonder if he's going to come up to that or the Ass Man song. It better be Ass Man. I hope so. My yeah. wife will appreciate that. Nice. Well, man, I think we have got everything we need. Or do you want to keep on going? No, World of Row. Listen, guys, if, share this with your friends. Tell everyone about World of Row. He's a great guy. And tell uh, everyone about wife. Ghost Spurs. Go Spurs, go memes. Yeah, follow us both. We're going to do some stuff together. I'd like to have you, and I know Ray and Sean, same thing. We'd like to have you in studio with us on the Go Spurs, go memes. Likewise. We're already working on it. We're working on it, scheduling it. What we're going to do is we're going to have, I'm going to go on your show, and then right after we're done with your show, we're going to do my show. Great. Just make sure you bring the barbacoa and And Big Big Red. Red. Yeah, wouldn't be as a Go Spurs, go memes (laughs) recording without it. All right, man. Clay, thanks so much, man. I'm so glad to have got to meet you, man. Oh, anytime, man. Thank you so much. I'll follow follow everyone on Twitter. Nice. Follow us. Yeah, put your stuff real quick. Uh, You can uh, at Go Spurs, go memes on Twitter, at Clay Carbohall on Twitter. Of course, don't forget to follow Rose Podcast. The world of Roe. Yes. (sighs) Write a review on both our shows. Yes, give us a review. Give us a like. And congratulations on the 23,000 likes. I know. It's 23,000 people that... We paid all of them for the just memes, just for the just memes, just for being funny. It's all Ray. Ray, gets you know what? You know, for that. Talk about that real quick before we. I know we were wrapping up, but yeah. talk about talk about how you guys how you guys started the show. It's all Ray. So Ray uh, would send us would send pictures of a certain person, a friend of ours, and yeah. he would meme them, and they were the same picture over and over yeah. again. And a, a friend that was working with Ray and I at the time uh, said, "You should, you should." 
you should put these online. They're kind of funny. Yeah. And they just kind of blossomed. And then he started memeing stuff about the Spurs, and it started getting traction. And then the memes got so big that he's like, hey, let's do a podcast. I remember Ray told me one time, hey, I'm going to do a podcast. And a few weeks later, I got to be on the show as my first Spurs in the city. And now we're in season two is about to hit. And yeah. it's got a great following. It does. It just it happened because of a joke. And that's what's cool about the Ghost Spurs Go Memes crew is we're all friends. We've all been friends way before Ghost Spurs Go Memes ever happened. And we'll be good, we'll friends all the way past this. Um, and that, I, I hope, shares uh, the chemistry comes through on the recording. It, it really does. You know, we have jokes upon jokes upon jokes yes. about each other. You know, we were out there waiting, and I saw you and Sean come out, and you said, hey, I'm Clay from the Ghost Spurs Go Memes, and I looked at my wife, I said, I know these guys. I mean, I, I know them, but I haven't talked with them, Yeah. but I've heard this in the city stuff, and so I went and introduced myself, and I'm yep. like, we gotta, we gotta talk, and you said, Ray's here, so man, it was just a blast to meet you guys. I'm looking forward to working with you guys in the future, all this stuff. I'm happy to be in the world of Roe now. You are in the world of Roe in San Antonio, somewhere out here in the boonies. The country goals. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we won't get run over by a bull or something or a cow it, it, well there, there, we will get run over by a bull Which the bull one? that Billy Gunn's riding oh, hey it's time go. for the great San Antonio bash what do you say Ro let's go man let's go ringside yeah man what an amazing feeling to be able to meet so many great professional wrestlers who people who I was uh, I followed growing up and people who I still watch to this day and then being able to meet you know, the guys from the Ghost Spurs Go Memes podcast, being able to meet the guys from the Hill Face Wrestling team, uh, being able to hang out with my wife, and, and she's getting to enjoy a wrestling show. It was really cool. You know, we just sitting down, you know, sitting down talking, and then she helped me with all this stuff. So, big thank you to my wife for going and for helping me take the pictures, helping me conduct the interviews. She really helped loosen me up and the person I was talking to, like, like Billy Gunn, uh, you know, Tommy Dreamer a little bit. MV, no, not so much Tommy Yeah, Tommy Dreamer, MVP. I mean, she loosened, she helped loosen us all up. And I was really bummed out that, you know, Colt, Colt and I didn't get to do a podcast. Um, although, you know, we I got to meet him. That was awesome. Great interaction. Really cool guy. I hope that I get to see him wrestle again. It was a, my first time seeing him wrestle, seeing him work. It was really cool. I've always been a big fan of his podcast. You guys already know he was the, the biggest influence for me to start my podcast. A lot of, just a lot of fun. It was just, it was just really cool to be around and do, all, be around all these people, um, to meet all the wrestlers and to be just, it was just awesome. I can't, I can't tell you how awesome it was enough. But it was, it was really, it was great to be able to, you know, grow the brand and put my presence out there. And uh, again, big shout out to uh, Kevin over at MEP and all the people. All the people uh, that helped with that Tara, when I, I emailed with, I exchanged emails with, and she was helping me kind of, you know, get everything situated, and um, it was just awesome, awesome. I hope we can do stuff like that again. And I got to hang out with Javi and and his girlfriend Stephanie. We we got to hang out with them for a little bit too. That was fun, um, just to you know have have people around us to to watch wrestling with. So <clears throat> great experience. I hope you enjoyed. Thank you for listening. Uh, there's more stuff coming up next week. And I don't always have a lot of guests like this in one episode. So uh, don't get too spoiled by it. Hopefully down the road I can do something like this again. It may not be at the same caliber of, of the, of the you know, WWE people or ex-WWE TNA people. But there'll, there'll be some great guests. Every week it's just great. And um, again, so let's go ahead and talk about social media. Twitter, Twitter Instagram, and Vine. 
Avril Wall Santos Jr. You can check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Give it a couple of likes. You know, we're, we're almost, uh, I'm almost at 200 likes now. It's crazy. I mean, I haven't really been pushing the Facebook page. I'm, tr- I'm trying to be more active on there and putting pictures and posting. So if you already like it, why don't you do me a favor and, uh, you know, tell your friends about it and or invite them to like the page. I would really, really appreciate it. Also, worldofrow.com. You can check out past episodes. You can see all the other pictures that I took from the wrestling event. I'm trying. I'm going to put more pictures up in the on the podcast on there. And um, yeah, that's going to be that's going to be it. And also, again, Patreon page, patreon.com/worldofrow. If you want to give back a dollar, two dollars, I'd really, really appreciate it. And thank you. You have been listening to the World of Row, and stay tuned as the World of Row continues to turn. You guys, have a great weekend, and we'll catch you next week.